Welcome to the weekly sermon podcast from the First Christian Church in Great Bend, Kansas. We are a church with a mission of inspiring ordinary people to live extraordinary lives for Christ. It really doesn't matter who you are, what you have done, or how you choose to worship. You belong here. We pray that this week's sermon blesses you and that you feel God's presence through it today. So today we're in the fifth and final week of our sermon series called The Walk. And remember, what we've been doing in this series is we've been getting into the five essential practices of the Christian faith to learn what it is that you and I need to be doing on a daily basis to, to walk with Jesus. So in week one, we got into the practice of, of worship and what we learned about worship is the essence of worship is living in relationship with God. And two of the most important ways that we go about doing that is we come to worship like we're doing today, but also spending time with God in prayer every single day. In week two, we got into the practice of study, and what Christian study is about is learning to hear the the voice of God speak into your lives. And the way we go about doing that is by reading Scripture, listening for the voice of God's Spirit nudging and speaking from within, and paying attention to the way God uses others to speak into our lives. In week three, we got into the service of practice, or excuse me, the practice of service. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good sign, children. <laughs> so in week three, we got into the practice of service. And what service is basically all about is loving your neighbor as yourself, right? It's finding someone in the world who is in need and going out and doing what you can to, to help fix what's broken there. Then last week, we got into the essential practice of giving. And what we learned about giving is that God is not calling us to give because he wants us to suffer and go without. No, the reason God calls us into a life of generosity is because it's actually what's best for us and the world. So today, what we're going to be doing to bring this sermon series to a close is we are going to be exploring essential habit number five, which is sharing. That's right. We're going to talk about sharing our faith with others. No? (laughs) No. So we're we're going to talk about doing this. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. Now, before you decide to get up and walk out or turn me off back there, right? I ask that you give me a chance to to show you how sharing your faith is not nearly as bad as you think and can can absolutely be a beautiful experience. So, to kind of get into this topic, let's start with a relatively simple question. What is it that you think of when I say the word evangelism? Or when I talk about sharing your faith, what's, what's the first picture that pops into your brain? Well, for me, a couple of pictures come to mind right away. First of all, I think about that awkward moment when I get up and answer the door, and there are two young men standing there with name tags and ties on, and they ask me, can I talk to you about Jesus in the Church of Latter-day Saints? Next, I think about that one time while I was sitting on an airplane minding my own business, and that one gentleman leaned over to me, and he asked me this question, if I died tonight, did I know where I would spend eternity? And then how I told him that I was a minister and a Jesus follower, how he still went on to berate me with all sorts of questions about what kind of Christian I was just to make sure that I was on the right team because somehow this man, along with his tribe, were the only Christians living on the planet who had it all figured out. Hmm? 
But the image that really pops out of my mind is Preacher Bob. And what you guys need to know about Preacher Bob is Bob was an evangelist whose job it was to stand out on the lawn out in front of the library at Oklahoma State University and proceed to tell everyone who passed by that if they didn't believe and follow Jesus according to his understanding, that the creator of the universe was not only going to cause all sorts of bad things to happen to them because of their sin, but that eventually everyone who did not commit to his belief system was going to burn. Or how many of you picture something like this when we talk about evangelism? And how many of you, if this is what evangelism looks like, you want absolutely nothing to do with it? Well, good, if you feel that way. Because I am pretty sure in our day and time, God is not calling us to do evangelism in those kind of forms. And the reason I believe that is because in my experience, that type of evangelism seems to do more harm than good, or seems to push more people away from the faith than it brings them to the faith. Or how many, uh, how many of you have met someone who gave their life to Christ because someone got pushy and awkward with them on an airplane? Have you ever heard a story about someone giving their life to Jesus as people come door to door and do the exact same thing? Or in the two years that I attended OSU and watched Preacher Bob do his thing probably a hundred times. And this is a major thoroughfare on that campus, right? Thousands of kids are walking by every single day. Not one time did I ever see someone come and ask if they can be saved. Not one time did I see someone down on their knees giving Jesus a chance. No, instead what I witnessed were a whole lot of people who needed them from Jesus writing Jesus off because of the actions of this one man. Or I clearly remember having a conversation with one of my roommates who needed him some Jesus, telling me that if Jesus is anything like preacher Bob, he wants nothing to do with him. And he's not the only one. Okay, so, so now that you guys are starting to see that sharing your faith doesn't have to look anything like that. Let us now get into what I believe God is calling us to do to share this good news to the world in a way that is not awkward and weird, but it's actually beautiful. And the best way I know how to do that is to tell you about my favorite pair of shoes. Probably about seven years ago, I walked into our local, local buckle to do a bit of shopping because it's the only place where you can get men's clothing these days, right? And there on the wall, I saw this loaferish looking shoe called Hey Dudes. And I got excited because these things are my style, these loafers. Oh, then I picked them up and they're like, oh my gosh, these are amazing. They're so light. And then I put them on and they felt like a tennis shoe. And then I looked at the price. It was only 50 bucks, right? So usually the shoes that I'm wearing to work are going to cost anywhere from 80 to $120. I could get these for $50. And I thought, oh yeah, these are coming home with me. Right? Then what I experienced when I took them home is they did not disappoint. It was like I was cheating or something because I got to wear tennis shoes to work when everybody else thought I was wearing nice dress shoes. Right? It was a win-win. And not only that, but they're durable. The first pair of Hey Dudes that I had, they lasted me for at least two years. And every single pair I have bought after that have lasted the same amount of time. And then here's the weird thing. What I started to experience because of... My encounter with the Hey Dudes is that without even thinking about it, I started to tell everyone about how amazing these shoes were and how they needed to buy themselves a pair because it would make their lives better. I mean, I can think of four people right now that are wearing dudes because of my effort. 
Or what I want you to notice is I became an evangelist for a shoe. Now, how many of you have had similar experiences when it comes to a product that you really enjoyed? Or that something that made your life better in that, without even thinking about it, you just shared it with someone else. You're like, hey, you've got to have this, right? Well, the truth is, this is the way we live our lives. A lot of the stuff that we have come from people just going, hey, you need to check this out, or this is what it did in my life. Now, what all of that has to teach us about sharing our faith is that I believe what Jesus has called us to do when it comes to sharing his good news with the world is to take those life-transforming experiences that have happened to us because we follow Jesus. And you guys know exactly what I'm talking about, right? The forgiveness, the love, the grace, the hope, the healing in the life. And just like I did with a pair of shoes, tell others about it. Because somehow when we do it in that way, or when we approach it in that manner, people are not turned off or don't feel uncomfortable, but instead are opened up to the possibility of actually checking it out or hearing what you have to say. Or to make this practical, the next time you get a chance to share your faith, and if you're open to this, you'll be amazed at how many times God will give you this opportunity. Don't start by trying to cram your faith down someone else's throat. Don't get theological and show them how smart you are because you know the whole entire Bible. No, instead, simply tell them what Jesus means to you and why you have chosen to follow him. Or tell them what you were like before Jesus and then how after Jesus showed up, everything changed. Tell them how in the darkest moments of your life you had something to hold on to because God was there with you, helping you to walk out of the darkness and back into the light. Tell them about the hope and the life that you experience every single day. Tell them about the purpose and meaning you have found because you are now a part of something bigger than yourself. Or tell them whatever it is that Jesus has done for you, just like you would do with anything else you're excited about. See that? So again, what evangelism is all about is, is taking all that you've experienced in through your relationship with Christ, all of that amazingness, and sharing it with someone else because you want them to have the same thing. And again, it doesn't have to be scary or intimidating, but as easy as telling someone about a pair of shoes that changed your life. That's not bad. That's not hard, right? Not that big a deal. In fact, it's kind of a beautiful thing. We do it all the time. Now, for, for those of you who are still a bit uncomfortable, and I get people being uncomfortable with the idea of sharing your faith with others, let me encourage you to do this to make it a little easier. Just tell them about the church. Tell them about the, the amazing worship that you experience here. Tell them about the fellowship and the family that we have. Tell them about this brand new youth center that we have, and there's 30 kids out there every Wednesday evening. Tell them about how short the sermons are. So I get more compliments on my sermons being short than anything else. <laughs> I guess it's because, you know, if it's good, all right, that's good. We're, we're glad to be here. But it's short. You can still tough it out and go out to eat. I don't, I don't know what it is. So just tell them what it is this church has done for you, what this church has meant to your life. 
Because the truth is, the number one reason people decide to visit a church is, is not the building or the advertising or what's going on. No, the number one reason people show up is because someone they know and trust told them about their church and invited them to come check it out. And here's the thing. If you'll do that, I promise you, when they show up, they're going to hear about Jesus. They're going to hear about this God who's been chasing after them since the moment they were born. They're going to hear about a God who gave everything to chase after them because what he wants most is a relationship with them. And not only that, but they're going to get a chance to experience the presence of Christ in this place, to see that, that what's going on in this church is not just a social club, and it's more than a building, because in this place, they can come and encounter the creator of the universe every single week. They can come and be transformed. That's not hard either, is it? Hey, come check out this funny guy. He's really, he's really short in his sermons and the music's great. It could be something as simple as that. Now, the reason God is calling us to do this or has called all of us to be evangelists, this is not something you can just skip over. He's not doing this to make our lives miserable or awkward or weird or for all of us to become like Preacher Bob. No, the reason God is calling us to share his good news with the world is because not only is this how we get to play our part in helping to transform a life forever or helping someone to find what we have found in and through Christ, but this is also one of the main ways that we go about transforming the world. This is another important way that we bring heaven to earth in all we do. Because when you think about it, the more people who have given their life to serving this God, the better their lives and the better our world. Or just imagine what our world and lives could be like if there were a lot more people devoting themselves to walking with Jesus daily. But I'm not talking about those Christians who just say that they're walking with Jesus but are the meanest people you've ever met. I'm talking about people who actually love God with everything that they are and love their neighbor as their self. What kind of world would that make? Well, all of that is why the fifth essential practice of the Christian faith is to share. And why sharing is so important to walking with Jesus on a daily basis. It's not big, it's not scary, it's not awkward. You're just looking for opportunities to tell others about what God has done for you. Okay. So, so now that we have gotten through all five essential practices, right? Worship, give, study, serve, and share. I hope you guys will memorize that. Remember, that's foundational to this church. These are our core practices. I need to remind you one more time. If you want to become the person God created you to be, if you want to live into this extraordinary life that God has created you for, then what that looks like is worship, study, serve, give, share. Worship, study, serve, give, share. Because again... There's no magic bullet. There's no class you can take, no book that you read that once you've got it all figured out, then somehow you are done, right? And what it looks like to walk with Jesus day in and day out, to, to love God with everything that you are and love your neighbors as yourself is worship, study, serve, give, share. Simple, easy. You guys get it? You guys already know this. But, but now the question becomes, well, will you do it? Will you actually take the time? And I hope you do. I can't make you do it. You know, I can lead the horse to water, but I can't make you drink. I've been saying that. I can't make you do this. But if you do this, if you give it a shot, I promise you it'll make your life better. I promise you, you will live in a deeper, more abiding relationship with our God. I promise you that God will use you to do amazing things in this world if you will give yourself to these five simple habits. 
Let us pray. Father, we, we come to you this morning, and my, my first thought, my first prayer this morning is that people will understand evangelism doesn't have to be weird and awkward, but instead is as simple as sharing with others what God has done for us, what you mean to us. And I also pray for every single person in here that they will get an opportunity this week in unawkward or weird ways just to say what God has meant to them or to give them a chance to, to talk about this church and what this church has done for their life. Lord, just help us to know how important that is, not only for the kingdom, but for the world and for our own lives. And then, Lord, as we go out into the world now that we know all five practices, worship, give, study, serve, and share, may we not just think about it, may we not just know it, but may we practice it day in, day out, week in, week out, so we truly can walk with you in deep and abiding ways and go out and do extraordinary things for you. Lord, we, we ask this all in your name. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's sermon, and we hope you are able to join us next week. To learn more about FCC Great Bend, visit us online at firstchristianchurchgb.com. Again, that's firstchristianchurchgb.com. God bless and have a great week.